You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back here in the driver's seat talking all things Texas A&M. And today, let's go ahead and get a look at the Arkansas defense. This is a unit that has gotten better underneath Barry Odom in year 2020 to now 2021. And there is a lot to like about this veteran unit going up into Arlington to face off against the Aggies in the Southwest Classic. Before we begin, if you love this podcast and all things SEC talk, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast Locked on SEC with Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790. Gordy breaks down all 14 teams and everything from college basketball to recruiting and naturally the realm of college football today. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast listening systems. As always, if you love this show, you can follow me on Twitter, at Mr. Cole Thompson, name right down there below. How you guys doing? I am the host of the show, and I love public feedback. So anything you can do to make this a more quality-sounding podcast, Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is your number one source for all things 12th May related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. So let's talk about this at this Arkansas defense. Let's go ahead and start breaking it down. Arkansas is a team that right now, and I think for really a while, they've been known for two things, offensive line, defensive line. It didn't really matter if it was in the uh, Chad Morris era, if it was in the Brett Bielema era, if it was in the Bobby Petrino era, the John L. Smith one-year wonder, you know, how that whole thing went down. It didn't really matter. Defensive line play has been always a good thing at Arkansas. They've had a lot of good talent come through. Probably the most recognizable name in the last few years is Trey Flowers. He's now with the Detroit Lions. Had those breakout seasons during his time when he was in New England. Uh, offensive line play, there was a time when Sebastian Tretola was their left tackle. They also had a couple of really good interior offensive linemen. I think they said that if you put all five offensive linemen together, they weighed over 1.5 tons, or if it was one ton total or something like that. That's how dominant these two lines are. And it starts up front with this defensive line. When I look at this team top to bottom, it's not that they're good at pass rushing. What they're good at is containing the run. They do a very good job of closing down the gaps, limiting running lanes, and forcing running backs, and and honestly, dual threat quarterbacks, to maneuver back around, which then gives their linebackers in Bumper Pool and uh, Tanner Morgan, we'll get into them in a little bit, gives them time to really step up and make some big plays at that first or really even that second level for a minimal game. I mean, we're talking like a, a one-yard game, a, a two-yard game, setting up a third and eight, a, a second a second and nine, those type of plays. Uh, right now, when you look at Arkansas, they rank fifth in scoring an average of 16 points per game. They're ninth in the, in the um, SEC in run defense. They allow teams to average uh, 124 yards per game, but they're third in pass defense, which is really, really good. A&M is actually number one in pass defense, allowing 73 yards per game. Arkansas is much as not that far behind. They're allowing an average of 88 yards per game. They're fifth in total defense, allowing 256 yards per game. Right now, they also have a plus 15 turnover margin. So this is a very good team defensively. And it really started last year. When Barry Odom came to the program, the entire plan was that they would be able to add another element to this game. They wanted to be able to pound down on the defense, on the offenses. They wanted to be able to stop the run. They wanted to be able to contain that area because of, again, all it takes is time. 
All it takes is just a little bit of time and one or two really good players in that secondary to kind of close the gap. Now, this isn't to say that, you know, Arkansas secondary is great. They do have a really good safety, honestly, probably the best safety in the country right now in Jalen Calaton, and we'll get into him in a little bit, but they are known for stopping the run up front. And when you take away the run game, especially at Texas A&M, when you take away that run game, that's when things start to become a problem. Because if AM is so balanced and they love to play with the run, with Devon A. Chain, with Isaiah Spiller, with um with Anaya Smith, with even Zach Calzada being able to move, they love to move the ball on the ground. And right now, they haven't been able to do it efficiently. They had that really good game to start off the year, over 300 yards rushing against Kent State. They struggled against Colorado a little bit. They didn't really have anything outside those two big runs. You take away those two big runs from Isaiah Spiller. They're under 100 yards rushing on the day. So there's a lot going into this when I look at this team and I go, ooh, okay, we have got to start looking at where this team's success is. And right now, it's going to be in the passing game. But this is one of those times where maybe the passing game, because of such a veteran roster, you're not going to be able to move the ball efficiently downfield. You're going to have to trust the fact that you have to run the ball. But the problem is they're still good at stopping the run. Bijan Robinson is one of the most undervalued, underappreciated, and still top running backs in the country for Texas. He was averaging 3.6 yards per play, and he didn't get over 69 yards in the afternoon. That's not Bijan Robinson numbers. That's like Isaiah Spiller going for 25 yards on the day. Remember that game against Colorado when he only had like 22 or 24 yards? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. And that's where things get interesting. Because again, what you have to wonder is, is can Texas A&M officially move the ball on the ground? Is that going to be their bread and butter? Because we know for a fact right now, it's going to be challenging for them to move the ball through the air against this secondary. You know what I hate? Spending money on things that I don't need. And one of the biggest places I always do that is at the auto parts store. I never want to be able to use that money because I think that I can just install the parts myself if I just knew where to look online. Now I do. It's called rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is an online auto parts service system that has been serving customers for the past 25 years. They have everything from engine modules to tail lamps to brake pads. So whether you're trying to just fix up your daily driver or refurbish a cult classic, they have the parts for you. I have an Audi Q5. I was able to find a brand new tail light by just going to RockAuto.com, typing in Audi Q5, the year, the make, the model, and the low, low price. Plus, their prices are second to none. You're not going to be able to find another product like this out on the shelves. Go visit rockauto.com and type in locked on on the how'd you hear about section so they know that we sent you amazing selections, reliably low prices, and all the borrow parts you will ever need. Rockauto.com is the place to be. Locked on Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast. Now we're going right back here. We're going to continue this, this ball rolling. Who are some players that I really like? Uh, let's start with the first one uh, Grant Morgan. Grant Morgan is the veteran. Grant Morgan is the senior. Grant Morgan is the guy who is going to leaving this defensive front if he is fully healthy. Now, that's the big key. Is he going to be fully healthy? Because Bumper Pool missed some time. I think it was last game or was it against the, the second half of Texas? It was one of those. He got hurt. Anyways, or yeah, he got hurt. So he got hurt. He was missing time. Now you got Grant Morgan. This is your thumper linebacker. This is your guy who's up the middle. He's the guy who's wearing the microphone and the helmet. He's listening to what Barry Odom wants. He is setting up the team's formation. He is basically your run stopper. You know, okay, so the best way to put it, Aaron Hansford for a and He is the guy with the microphone. He is the guy with the green dot on his helmet. That's the same thing. He is your thumper. His job is to do one thing and one thing only. Stop the run at the line of scrimmage. Do not let it get to the second or third level defense. 
Your job is to close the gap. And so far, he's done a very good job at that. He has like 26 tackles. I think he has like four or five tackles for losses. He's been playing very well against the run. He's done a very nice job containing also tight ends. That's another thing you have to keep in mind. They have been done a very good job of containing tight ends. And Jalen Weidemeyer has yet to have his breakout game like I think a lot of people were hoping for. I thought it was going to come against New Mexico. I thought it was certainly going to come maybe against Colorado. Outside of a couple of big receptions, he hasn't really made that impact. And I really thought that he was going to be one of the biggest names to watch for because of a young quarterback stepping in. But the other guy you got to watch for is the guy who's probably more of your cover linebacker. He plays a little bit more in space. He's going to play the edge. He's going to make sure that he can blitz. He's going to be able to play a little bit more in coverage. And that is Bumper Pool. Bumper Pool and Grant Morgan work so well together. They intertwine. They are fabulous. Stopping the run, one playing in space, one playing in coverage, both playing good in zone. They do a very good job of also hiding what they're doing. So there are going to be plays where you see Grant Morgan calling for, you know, they're, they're, they're saying, watch the blitz. They're, they're, they're faking the blitz. They're faking the blitz. And what they're doing is they're setting bumper to slowly creep Close the gap. That's exactly what they do. And if you watch it, uh, I think there's a play against Georgia Southern. Grant Morgan's coming down. He is right there. He is right behind the defensive tackle. I'm right behind the three tech. And nobody is paying attention to Bumper Pool, who's walking slowly over, immediately closes the gap. I think the guy got a negative two-yard rush. That's what Bumper Pool brings to this team. He is very physical. He is one of these guys who can play more of the physical, the physicality style of defense. And the other thing that you got to keep in mind they run a lot of dime formation. So this is a team, the reason why they're so good in pass defense is not only because of they know how to run the ball, it's because of they know how to stop the run game more so because of when you break it down. Sorry about that. When you break it down, they run a lot of dime. So they run a lot of three, uh, three, two, six. They're playing a lot of guys inside the backfield. Uh, Bumper Pool right now has 30 total stops. He's averaging uh, 10 total tackles per game. He has two tackles for losses. And also, you pair him up with uh, Tanner uh, Grant, uh, yeah, Grant Morgan. My bad. Yeah, Grant Morgan. Another guy, 20 total tackles, 2.5 sacks. Uh, 2.5 tackles for losses and half a sack. Then you have your other guy, Trey Williams. This is the guy who on the defensive line is going to add the pressure. This is the guy when you watch him time after time in reps, in snaps, he is going to add the pressure. This is the person who you need to watch for. He has caused havoc for both Hudson Card and Luke McCaffrey. And um, I'm, I'm blanking on the Georgia Southern guy's name. But he right now has 2.5 tackles for losses. He has three sa- uh, two, sacks, th- two sacks on the year. My bad. Two sacks on the year. Uh, he also has 11 total tackles. He has seven pressures so far. He is doing a very nice job closing the gap. I think he also has a forced fumble. They didn't get it back, but I think he caused a fumble. So he does a very good job of closing down easily, signaling where the ball is. And he is the guy that you're probably going to see the most adding pressure to Zach Calzada. So those are my three main guys I would watch for in that front seven. Who would be my main guy to watch for in the back seven? We're going to talk about him next. But before I do... Do any of you have this problem where you constantly are sweating, whether it just be working out, whether it be, you know, you're planning for a big business meeting, whether you're planning for a big date. I can tell you right now, every single day after my show on Sports Map Radio Network, I come home, I go work out, and then I come back, I shower, and I'm still sweaty. I need to make sure I get rid of that because the last thing I want to do is smell going to a press conference. 
Now I know where to look, and that is Sweat Block. Sweat Block is stronger, and it is better than any antiperspirant wipe out there that you can have. All you do, you simply apply it the night before you go to bed, sleep it off, wake up, shower the next morning, and I guarantee you, you will be pit-free for the next 48 hours. I use this every single night before I go workout intense. I go to Texas practice. I go to Texas A&M. I never ever sweat. And I live in the heat of Houston, Texas. So if I'm living in the heat of Houston, Texas, and it's not sweating, I can only imagine what it's got to be like for you anywhere else in the country. So that's going to be a big blessing. Go ahead and visit sweatblock.com and use the promo code locked on to receive a 20% welcome bonus with your first purchase. That's promo code locked on at sweatblock.com, 20% off. Stop the sweat. Don't get nervous anymore. You have it under control. Use it with sweatblock. College football and the NFL season are right back in action, and with it, that means bets are at an all-time high. So when you go ahead and make the bets, make sure you go to the one place we love and the one place we trust. That's betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag is easily the number one source for all things bets. Get daily wagers, picks, odds, and much, much more. You can parlay whatever you're looking for, from football to basketball to boxing to NHL to college basketball to the NBA coming back to UFC and much, much more. Stop sitting on the sidelines and get into the action. Go ahead and get up to 100% of your welcome bonus back when you use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbooks experts. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network. Betting on college football does not have to be a guessing game. You can listen to the brand new Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q, handicapping expert, Lee Sterling. And they picks, wagers, leads, locks of the day, and much, much more. When you subscribe to the new Locked on Bets podcast, presented by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast listening systems. So the number one guy, the number one guy, not even close, the number one guy you got to watch for for Texas A&M, is Jalen Callaton. You got to watch your Jalen Callaton. This is going to be a guy who is easily causing you so much havoc, so much pain, so much stress. This is the guy. And, and Jimbo Fisher came out and said it. They said multiple times, they love this kid. They think that he could be easily the best safety in the country. And the Mansfield, Texas native. So Mansfield, right outside of... um. I think Dallas is where Mansfield is, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody can uh, just text me it and tell me where I'm right, where I'm wrong. This is the guy. Since coming into Fayetteville, he has been a superstar. He's been there for three years. In his first year, barely played. Last season, broke out big. 51, uh, 98 total tackles. That's right. 98 total tackles. Three interceptions. Six pass breakups. Really, really good in coverage. I think he was second or third in SEC in interception yards. This year, starting off hot once again. He already has a pick six return for a touch. Uh, no, he had a pick six return for a touchdown last year. He has two interceptions on the year, which is tied for second most in the SEC, along with Texas A&M's Leon O'Neill. He has like 23 or 24 total tackles. He has four pass breakups, and I think he even has like four tackles for losses. So he flies to the football, and that's the thing about him. They use him in a very similar way to what you use Leon O'Neal to where he really is kind of your rangy safety. You can play him in a multitude of ways. If you're running the dime formation where instead of running two nickel uh, nickel defenders and you're running a three safety set, he's your rover. He's the guy that's just kind of playing in space. You're kind of asking him, okay, don't get too close to the line of scrimmage. Don't get too deep in coverage. If you see something coming across the middle, heat-sicking missile coming your way. That is what you're looking for from Jalen Calenton. And the biggest thing is, you have some options here. There is no update right now on if Anaya Smith is playing. 
So he in the slot is going to be a little concerning. It's going to be a little confusing as well because the biggest thing with that is we know for sure that Musa Muhammad is going to have to play that slot position going into this week. Probably him and probably Devon Achain take that rep. We also know because of coaches press conference, I mean, uh, the coaches show last night in uh, College Station, Caleb Chapman is likely not playing again. And if Caleb Chapman's not playing again, that means you have probably DeMond Beam as being your vertical threat. Number one, the guy who had 100, 100 yards last week, two catches, two big time plays, including that 70 yard touchdown, is going to be that vertical threat. The thing that I worry about most is if he's going to be that vertical threat, what happens if you're playing a cover one set or even a cover two set? where you have both safeties back in zone, they're playing the deep, they're playing um, no, they're playing 30 yards deep all the way to the sideline, and you're trying to go over the top. It takes one hit. It takes one hit from this kid. One hit, and you're done. One hit, and this kid's going to knock you the heck out. That's it. He's going to knock you the out. Not even close. He's strong, he's physical, and he's rangy. He can play anywhere. He can cover tight ends. He can cover running backs out of the backfield. He's willing to play the run, and he can play in coverage as a man formation or a zone. He's a very good safety, arguably the best safety that Texas A&M will see all season, and you have to circle this guy. Number one on the defense, number one on the field, number one target A&M has to look for. Daryl Dickey and ah, Jimbo Fisher have to keep a close eye on Jalen Callington. They have to. Jalen Callington. Sorry, I've been saying it wrong. Jalen Catalan has got to be your number one priority. If you can't get past Catalan, you are in deep, deep trouble. And that's going to be the biggest thing is that no matter what you do, passing the ball with Zach Calzada, running it with Devon Chain, running it with Isaiah Spiller, you have got to watch out for number one. If you can't get past number one, you are in for a long, long, long day. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson at Locked on Aggies. Subscribe here on YouTube. Make sure you're listening on Spotify, iTunes. Download the podcast wherever you get your podcast listening systems. I will be back tomorrow morning to break down everything you need to know for the Southwest Classic played in AT&T Stadium. It is going to be a monumental game. Both teams ranked for the very first time since 2016 in this game. That means so much implications are on the line. Can AM pull out the victory? We'll talk that and much, much more. See you tomorrow. Remember, in y'all. This has been Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.